0: Welcome to Side Talk.
1: Uh, hi, everybody. It's Side Talks, the podcast that you're listening to. You downloaded it and probably are listening to it on purpose. I'm Rachel Morgan. I'm Special Agent Corey Kraft of uh, the Federal Bureau of Investigation.
0: And we mm, we talk about movies.
1: Yeah, and, and we also have to talk about a uh, crime that you did because that's why I'm here.
0: Okay. What a- What's, What's this shit?
1: Oh, my God. What is it? What is this shit?
0: Okay, I'm just going to stream a consciousness. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just tell you my emotions, my feelings, my thoughts as I'm watching this clip. Okay. As I'm, we're, we're saying this is got, to oh, all be in quotes, as I'm saying. On, I'm on the tread, not happening, but you know what I mean. I'm, yeah. I'm watching the scene, okay? Okay. And what a perfect film to be on the tread for, because let me describe it. I'm looking at the screen and I'm mm-hmm. thinking, what is that, a steak? Is this a Sizzler commercial? What the fuck is this? Oh, no. No, no, no. It is the face and bod of Mark Wahlberg. Okay. Not a stake after all. Um, and it's like he's in the role that he was born to play, the role of a juicer. And that's what I'm thinking about Okay, when I'm watching this. And I'm like, also, what is happening? He's being hit by a car, and then he's walking through a gym. He's wearing an Adidas tracksuit. He... It, it, I'm like, is this the outtakes from the Good Vibrations video? What the hell is going on? And then it is like a laundry list of shit you don't do when you make a movie. It's like there is a, you know, there's like a voiceover, and then like, you know, there's a flashback. All the things that are like, oh, just don't quit doing those things. And then guess what? He is literally a juicer. He opens up a briefcase, and there is there are steroids in it. Do you know what this is? Oh, of course I do. Well, why didn't you stop me? I
1: don't know because I wanted to hear you. (laughs) I wanted to see if you got to Dwayne the Rock Johnson showing up. I
0: never. I couldn't make it that far.
1: Um, I like this movie a lot.
0: Oh my God, Corey, it looks terrible. It is.
1: It is Michael Bay's uh, 2013 attempt at making a Fargo-style crime drama called Pain and Gain, um, where Wahlberg and Dwayne the Rock Johnson are two moron gym head juicer guys who try to, I think, scam Tony Shalhoub out of a bunch of money and get way in over their heads in a crime caper.
0: It is so – I mean this – Section that I saw this this I can't even call it a scene because it was a lot happening. Well,
1: Michael Bay doesn't do scenes, right? Right, he,
0: he doesn't need to do. Scenes. It is as <laughs> if somebody went and said, "Get me everything out of the garage. Just bring it all into the kitchen right now. We're gonna every bit of it. We're going to do it." And and even in the two minute scene that I watched, there's a fat shaming moment. I'm like, okay, yeah. you had to do that. You had to do that. There's like two larger women on a treadmill, and and they had to and Marky Mark's like, ooh, fat shaming them. I'm like, wow, you really you managed to somehow. Offend me, offend filmmaking, and offend your fucking self. That's in two Michael minutes. Bay. It's wonderful.
1: <laughs> um, nobody has ever accused Michael Bay of having good taste, but sometimes that lack of taste um, succeeds in spite of everything and, and makes something interesting.
0: It's just a good vibration. <laughs> this is not the first time I've sung that on this show. No, I, it's I just
1: no for a fact. It's not the first time. Just
0: a good vibe. Okay, we're done.
1: And now it's time for Phone a Friend.
0: This is a new segment of the podcast, um, one in which we do exactly what the title says, and that is phone a friend and ask them what they've been watching. Ross? Hello? Hey, it's Rachel. Hey. Can you hear, can you hear hey. me? Hey. Perfect. Woohoo.
2: Yes. yes. Yeah, I can, can, can and that's
0: Corey right there. Hey. Hi, y'all.
2: It's been forever.
0: Forever. Pandemic time, pandemic era. We've been in quarantine or not in quarantine or in <laughs> quarantine. I don't ever know. I don't know what's happening anymore in the world. Pandemic. Yeah, I know. I, I know. I just, I've just been painting a deck all summer and just hanging
2: out in my house. And yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's wild out there.
1: Did, did the summer even happen? I, I guess I missed it.
2: Yeah, it yeah, happened. Yeah, it, um, yeah, it was a, it was a boring one, but I did catch lots of movies and okay. tv shows well and that's why we're here i thought that might be why you're here yeah i really was really good about watching lots of things and things from the archives that i may have missed in the old days
0: you know yeah a lot of people i think took this time to really dive into some stuff yeah. so we are so interested in hearing what's hitting the top of your list or maybe the bottom okay well <laughs>
2: Yeah, this one, yeah, that's a good way to put it because I don't know where this would fall on the list. So I, this is what I was thinking. I was thinking back. Or I was like, okay, what have I seen, you know, since, since the before times that uh, would be, would be fun? It's one of the things I've caught up on. And one of my most, I guess, intense or ridiculous experiences was I saw Face Off for the first
1: time. Oh, hell yeah. Hell oh, wow. Yeah. You
2: had never seen that before. I had never seen it. I mean, I know the concept. I get it. I remember the whole <laughs> fanfare around it. Uh, face off. But, uh, wow, to see it, to see it, and to know that it was made, and not only made, but so much money was spent on it. I just, I, it was insane. And, you know, okay, spoiler alert uh, for any of the folks out there who haven't seen Face Off, but there's, you know, the thing that John Travolta's weird family does? No. With their hands. Okay, so they have this, <laughs> that greeting. Okay, yeah, it's mind-blowing. Their family, I guess, greeting or, you know, kooky thing that our family does is they touch each other's faces. Do you recall this? Like when they're kind of saying hello or goodbye, oh they God. just, like John Travolta's giant hand will reach out <laughs> and it'll just, it grazes his wife's face. Like starting at the forehead and just sort of water falling down the cheek, the nose, maybe touches, kind of grazes the lips and then kind of pulls off the chin in a way. And it doesn't happen like one time. I mean, it is a thing that they do. And the kids do it. Like, they all just do this. It's like their weird family thing. And I think that it's weird probably no matter what era or time period that you would view this film. But watching this movie this summer in the corona time, like watching john travolta's giant meat hand like graze <laughs> even if it's someone he is related to his wife or something it was still i was just like no don't <laughs> don't touch someone's face like it was so it was been hard it would have been hard to watch any time i'm sure but with the face touching but like nowadays oh it was i couldn't even believe it. i was like screaming i was like no and they just keep doing it oh
0: man the never-ending face oh, touching a lot. so i know it's so much if you re-watch
2: it there's a lot of
0: that Yeah, I know this is going to be unexpected of me, but I'm going to go ahead and make a comparison here. So, this is kind of like dog tooth. It's it's like, it's... (laughs) What? (laughs) In what way? (laughs) Okay. Stay with me. Stay with me. Um, You know, it's like a weird family thing that that is not what anybody else does. Hello, news alert. That is not what any other family does is this weird face palming thing and, you know, and and the dogtooth family. I mean, most people, you know, their incest is like not a good thing. Yeah, well, yeah, no. that's,
1: that's the one way it's like dogtooth. <laughs> it's Who knew?
2: <laughs> Who knew? Oh man.
0: So but did, yeah, I mean,
2: first all, it was it was pretty ridiculous. And also like, okay, so you're telling me that John Travolta but no, wait. Nicolas Cage's character as John Travolta like in disguise like I don't know, Bones? John Travolta's wife but like she didn't know and uh, I can't even believe so much of this I mean obviously I know I'm, I'm sure a bunch of people couldn't believe it but like
0: what there was just I just couldn't how did she not know uh, I don't know I, have a lot of I don't questions. know maybe I wouldn't know okay so if you're if you, you wouldn't know I, mean, I, okay. I think
1: you'd know if your husband came home with like serious Nicolas Cage energy though <laughs> especially since he is <laughs> Nicolas Cage with like several exclamation points after that name in face off in particular
0: maybe I'd just be oh, happy oh, maybe I wouldn't maybe it would be like you're kind of of going, you know, uh, something seems off, but uh, it, it, you know, it's like regarding Henry. Like something seems off, but I guess we'll take it.
1: So you're saying that Nicolas Cage would be an improvement to Travolta? I like think you'd it might be. have that. I energy? think it
0: might be. What energy would you prefer? Nicolas Cage. Okay. Yes. Well, there we I go. Mean, but- Lisa. <laughs> well,
2: and yes, okay, yeah, yeah, I think so. I think so. Well, and you know, in the in the movie, apparently, John Travolta and his wife had not. Been intimate in something like
0: two or more months. Well, there—that's a solution. Then, that is the solution. Uh huh. If you and haven't been Nicolas intimate, Cage shows up. <laughs> that's how you solve that problem right there. Some Nicholas Cage energy will get you laid. No <laughs> doubt about it. Week, right away, <laughs> within the first week, right away. Within the first hour? Are you kidding me? Uh huh. <laughs> well, marriage counselors everywhere, beware. There's a solution. <laughs> just, just do a face. Awesome.
2: Um, well, you know, also on that note, uh, I saw Mandy. We saw Mandy in the last yeah. few weeks.
0: Oh, so oh good, my gosh.
2: right? So good. It's so good. It's like, it's like the same, like you're saying, the Nicolas Cage energy. It's like the same energy, yet it's somehow, I don't know, focused in a different way. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's a different kind of Nicolas Cage energy. It's still there, but it's a little bit more less.
0: I don't know, ridiculous or something, but it is ridiculous. You know what I mean? Oh, it's like the ultimate. I think it's like the ultimate Nicholas. When he he drinks that acid and his face melts off, you know, it's like that level. It's like next level shit.
1: It's just weirdly tragic in Mandy too, though. It's just like I'm completely broken by what happened and I just don't care about anything and I'm going to burn everything down on my way out.
0: You know, I wish for that level of rage when something tragic happens to me. Like, you're not sulking about it. You're not crying about it. You're just going to, like, rip everybody's world apart. Yeah, you
1: go to some Frank Franzetta motherfuckers and get them to build you a giant-ass chainsaw to kill people with.
0: Seems healthier. Yeah. It seems healthier to me. Yeah, yeah, therapeutic. <laughs> so that's a um, nice little double feature you're recommending, as you often yeah, do. Yeah, I don't
2: I, oh, think you, yeah. I, um... I will say this is this is throwing us way, way, way back. But um in the I think it was literally one of the last things I did in the real world was go to Taylor Swift brunch with you back yeah, in, yeah. in the February. I yeah. I mean
0: and also can we just loosely, can we reflect right, real quick, Lisa, and just say, oh well, you know, if, if I had one last I, thing to do during as you call it the before times, it would be the Taylor Swift brunch. Uh, anyway, I'm sorry. I yes. did not mean to interrupt your memory stream. No, no,
2: I mean, yeah, that's that's like when I look back, I'm like the last probably well, second to last time I was in a restaurant, it was uh, Taylor Swift brunch. So I don't know what that means, but that's the truth. And um, but yeah, so per your recommendation, I did watch the Tay Tay doc. Like, mm. I don't know, like that week, like later that yeah. week. So honestly, it's been so long now, like a full lifetime ago that I don't even I don't even know even what happened anymore. And I think she was very she's starting to get political. And I mean, like, look at how far we've come just in February. So, I mean, I don't right. even know. That Cut to her holding the Biden cookies. 24. Yeah, it's, we're right there. <laughs> so, yeah, I, uh, I started I started things off like in the in the very end of the before times with Taylor. And now here I am all the way Nicolas Cage mandying. So yeah, it's been a wild ride.
0: Well, it seems like the perfect evolution. I mean, you know, Taylor Swift documentary is a bit of a fever dream anyway, in so many ways. And then we land on Mandy. It's all, it's kind of the same movie.
1: (laughs) I mean, it also though, it feels like the appropriate trajectory for this year. You start with Taylor Swift, you end with Nicolas Cage and Mandy like that checks out.
0: True. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Is thank there, you yeah, for exactly. taking us full circle there, Lisa, and bringing us. I'm so glad.
2: Us. Yeah, I've been, honestly, I really did watch that Taylor doc so that, because I figured I was like, oh, well, you know, I'll talk to Rachel and soon and I can tell them I saw the doc. And then, you know, 200 years later, I'm finally actually <laughs> telling you that I saw it. And uh, <laughs> so, you know, it's a little bit of a different world now. But Tay-Tay's still
0: here. I saw that you posted about her just earlier today. I did, you know, as I like yeah. to do. I, uh, she's, mm-hmm. not, she's not mm-hmm. going anywhere. We're on her time. We're in her world. Get used to it. Corey's kind of like making a blank face. I,
1: I just haven't listened to the to the cardigan record that everybody likes from well, earlier this year.
0: It's not it's actually called folklore. I don't
1: care. I'll <laughs> listen to it one day. I,
0: I'm just I'm I'm everybody you,
1: likes it. I I'm I i have not either you.
0: Corey. I haven't either. I haven't either. Lisa, I haven't either. Corey, I care about I y'all. Know, I know. These are things I we know. don't say out loud because there are a million Swifties that will tear you sure. to the ground. I, look, I, You've seen Mandy. Yeah. That's true. They'll come at me with. They will come at you. you. Stuff.
1: I'll listen to it. I might even enjoy it, but I'm not in a hurry.
0: Well, on that note, we've (laughs) got to go, Lisa, because Corey needs to listen (laughs) to folklore. Of course,
1: and and so do you. All
0: right, I promise. Next time, Ross. Talk to you soon. (laughs) Bye. 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 Okay. Bye.
1: And now, fast film terms. Fast film terms. Uh, It's time for. I'm going to draw it out. Fast film terms. Rachel, you've got a fast film term for me. What is it?
0: I do. This is a goofy one. It's called a rhubarb.
1: That is like a vegetable that you cut up and put in pie. Yes,
0: it is. It's also um, how you refer to background extras—the extras that just you know are in the background. <laughs> Wait,
1: really? Yeah. They're there's a reason. Rhubarb? There's a reason
0: because that is a word. That's one of the words. You know how you sort of there's certain words you say over and over, uh-huh. but you don't say them. You mouth them, and yeah. it seems like normal conversation. Apparently, rhubarb is one that makes your mouth kind of look like you could be saying anything. Uh.
1: That so. makes sense. I always um, in in little boy choir, you know, thought watermelon was a good one too. Watermelon, was,
0: watermelon. was one. I think they, yeah rhubarb is the other. Rhubarb. So watermelon, and then rhubarb. Yeah, it, I guess it makes sense. And then walla is another. That's like another know. way of saying it. Walla. Yeah. Because I guess you could be like walla walla, you know, or whatever. Okay. So rhubarb is one. Rhubarb. Okay. Fast film terms number two. Okay. Right. Ready for this? Yep. A dynamite.
1: It's another word for conclusion, right?
0: Yeah, resolution. Yeah. So, in narrative structure, mm-hmm. it's the it's the last uh, you know stage of a traditional narrative structure, that, which you know from teaching English. Right?
1: I do. It's when Harry Potter at the end of the book is in the hospital, Spoiler and Professor alert. Dumbledore comes to him in the hospital, and Harry's like, "What was all that magic stuff that was happening?" And Dumbledore's like, "Well, Harry, let me explain the book to you." Uh, and that's the example I use in my English class because all them kids have read those books.
0: Also, you just sound like you know what you're talking about when you're, like, on a date or something. And you're like, well, the Dana May of that film. (laughs) I'm like, either that works or you just come off as a douche. Um, I'm trying it.
1: Yeah, it's worth a shot, right? Fast
0: film terms. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening. And that was everything we got for you today, uh, at least in this episode. And so um, this is your own, and this is pretty bad, Corey, but I had to stop and think about this. I'm like, have we ever done, you know, I'm sort of going through what are our dynamic duos we can end with? And I'm like, have we ever done Paula Abdul and MC Scat Cat? I'm not sure. If, I'm sure oh, man. that's got to be one of the first ones to come out the gate. Well, and then I landed on, if we haven't, we're doing we, it again. we got to.
1: Because, I mean, what what better what better theme is there for this podcast? Opposites do attract, it's right? It's
0: true. So we're your own cinematic Paul Abdul and MC Scat Cat. Thank you for listening. Thank you so much to Batwell Studios, SidewalkFest.com.
1: And Sidewalk at Sidewalk Film on all of our social media accounts, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, etc. Check out all the cool stuff we're doing at the cinema and all throughout the fall. Bye. Bye.
2: Batwell Studios Podcast Division. Your words are expertise.